Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black Jack 2. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. So today's episode, I'm going to tell you the story of the first ghost that I ever seen with my own eyes. Okay, this would be interesting. But before we get into that, if you are a fan of creepy stories, unsolved mysteries, and unexplainable events, do I have a podcast for you. Creepy Unsolved Podcast is your source for these types of stories. Covering everything from Bigfoot to close encounters with serial killers. In upcoming episodes, Creepy Unsolved will release a series of episodes called How I Cheated Death. Covering unbelievable survival stories. Creepy Unsolved has a YouTube channel as well. So be sure to check out the Creepy Unsolved podcast. So I told you about what happened to me in my grandma's house. But there's another house right next to grandma's house. And when I interviewed uh, Uncle Junior, he even mentioned that they had problems there as well. So I'm going to tell you my story. And I posted this story on Reddit as well. My house was the only house on my side of the street. And across the street was three other houses. Two of them being haunted. My grandma's house being one of them. Next to grandma's house and directly across the street from me was what we called the White House. Obviously not the president's residence. But a regular two-story home that was painted white and it was absolutely haunted. This fact was confirmed when I was young simply because I was 10 and it looked like a house that would be haunted. It was abandoned, old looking, and not well kept. So it just had to be haunted, right? As I got older, I didn't even think about the house anymore until my first paranormal experience at my grandma's house. After that, I started taking a big interest in ghosts and ghost hunting. I decided it was time to do the unthinkable and see if I can get inside the White House. The task was easier than I thought it would be. You could see the back door of the house from my grandma's backyard. I went up to the door and it was unlocked. Oh, the luck. When I stepped inside the door, the first thing that I seen was the entrance to the basement. It was right in the entrance of the back door. It was very scary looking because it was just a big hole in the floor with a set of steps. I just had to go in. As I went down and turned on my flashlight, I was very disappointed. The stairs led to the smallest basement in the history of basements, and there was nothing down there but concrete walls. I then walked back up the stairs to explore the rest of the house. As I got to the top of the stairs, I turned right to walk into the living room. As I turned, there was a man standing in the entryway between the kitchen and the living room. I stood there and stared at the man. He was about six foot tall, average build. He was wearing black pants and a white shirt. The thing I remembered most about the man was his dark hair and his black mustache. The mustache was well trimmed and it spanned across the width of his lips. 
The man just stood there and looked at me. After what seemed like hours, we just looked at each other. I was trying to work up the courage to say something. And as I started to say something, the man started to dematerialize right in front of my eyes. To say the man disappeared would not be the correct description of what happened, of what he did. When I say dematerialize, I mean it appeared as if all the atoms and matters that hold the form to shape a human body started breaking off like porcelain breaking in slow motion. But as the pieces fell off, they disappeared completely. I would estimate this whole process lasted about five seconds till the man was gone completely. I stood there in disbelief at what I just witnessed. I immediately left the house and grabbed my cousin and told her what I had just seen. We agreed to explore the house to see if we could find anyone inside. We searched the house for about 45 minutes and found nothing of interest. I knew we wouldn't find anyone because this guy couldn't be hiding, simply because he was a ghost. People do not dematerialize. If I would have... If I would have looked away and looked back and he wasn't there, I could say he hid. Since I watched the fabric of his being fall off like crumbs falling off a piece of cake and disappear before hitting the floor, I could say without any doubt that this man was a ghost. Okay, first mistake, going to creepy house. Okay, that's your first mistake. Just saying. So no way you would have went in there. Heck no. So... After, you know, recording these episodes and looking back on some of this, and especially after um, episode two where I talked to Uncle Junior, he reminded me of something that I forgot. And what is that? And th- this, is, this is what's wild. My, I'll, I'll just tell you the story. So when my uncle was little... He was uh, outside with his mom, my grandma, and she was sitting on these steps, and they faced the road, and he was driving one of them little tricycles up and down the sidewalk. And that house that I just told you the story about, a car pulls up, and a man gets out of the car, and he goes and knocks on the door. And when, when the person who lived there opened the door, the guy that drove the car up pulled out a gun, and shot him. On the spot? On the spot. Killed the man. The man fell down the stairs onto the sidewalk. And my uncle and my grandmother witnessed the shooting. And after talking with him, I had always brought up about my grandma's house, about she would always say that someone would be watching her through the window from that house that started happening after that man was murdered there's a coincidence it's pretty big yeah so that's so that's that but back to my story i don't know if this would be that man i have no idea that killing took place before i was even born so i don't know if it was him could possibly be but like I said in this story the thing that got to me the most was I literally watched him just dissipate 
not a quick disappear, just boom, poof, you're gone. But it's almost like if you watch lightning, if you get close enough to lightning strike, you'll actually see it dematerialize in the little particles. So like uh, the Marvel movie, I know they, they had like, I think it was Endgame, where some of the characters were disappearing like dust. Right, yeah. That, you know, like a particle dust. Yeah. And and it was like just this whole, and it was really weird because you could just see him dematerialize right in front of you. And he disappeared that way. So that's how I know that it just wasn't some guy and he just hid because he seen me. Because I had I had, had an incident in that same house uh, with a squatter who was in there. A squatter? Yeah. So someone who was just occupying a home that shouldn't be there. Because this was an abandoned house. And uh, me and a couple of my cousins, we went into the house uh, that particular day. And uh, we were going to go exploring because we, we, we'd do it all the time. And while we were in there... Someone goes, oh, like that, you know, trying to make this ghost noise. Of course, we ran out and uh, realized pretty quick, yeah, that's not a ghost. That That's a squatter. And we seen him leaving because we kind of hid out and watched the house he for a while. Disappear? No, he didn't disappear. He snuck out a window. And so we've seen that guy. The person that I seen dissipated. And that, that's the best way I could describe it. And I seen him twice. Do I seen you, him a few years later. You do? Yeah, I seen him a few years later. Because in my grandma's backyard, yard, she had uh, this concrete slab. And there used to be a shed there. And then they tore the shed down and it, all that was left was the concrete slab. And I put a basketball rim up there. And I would go over to my grandma's house because right across the street and I'd play basketball. One day, the ball rolled into the yard of the abandoned house. So I went over there to pick up the ball. And when I bent down, I picked the ball up. When I stood up, I was facing that door that we went in. But the door was open, wide open. And that man was standing in the doorway. And I looked at him again because I recognized him. And he dissipated in front of me again. Do you think uh, uh, Junior recalls the what what the man re- looked like, or was he just too young to remember? That would be a good question for him. I don't know. Um, he did describe the killer, but it was somebody that uh, my family knew. So I don't know if he he remembered um, what the killer looked like because he remembered watching it happen. Or if just because he knew who it was and, you know, through through just knowing him through the family. Mm-hmm. So that I can't answer. That would be a good question. So, uh, Uncle Junior, uh, let me know if you, if you remember what this guy looks like. What these two guys look like. So maybe we could piece together maybe if the uh, person who was killed was the same person or a whole different person or a whole different ghost. Or- yeah, that he would be... Uh, one of the few people that can help solve that mystery. But, you know, like I said, I seen this ghost twice. I had three experiences in the house. One was definitely a person. It was just some guy who was just in there. And two was definitely a ghost. 
Because like I said, I didn't turn my head away and then look back and he was gone. I watched him just dematerialize in front of my eyes. And I was standing seven, eight feet from him. So this is, you know, I was seeing him from, from a far distance. I was a few feet from him. And like I seen this. Seeing him just disappear. Right. So that was my experience. Seeing a ghost knowingly. Do you think you'll ever go back? Yeah, I've been in that house since then. Since then, have you? Now, what, what what's interesting about that house right now is I do not like walking into the kitchen because they put a floor over the basement section of it. And just knowing that this was just a big hole in the ground, there was there's no guardrails or nothing. I don't like going in that kitchen because I just know what's under my feet. And it just you know what I mean? Just a little creepy. Exactly, yeah. I'm I'm not going there. But this does bring up another question. Because I said that this was, you know, the first time that I knowingly seen a ghost and makes you wonder have you ever been around a ghost talked to a ghost interacted with a ghost and didn't even know they were a ghost like like an everyday in daily life in in your everyday daily life or maybe just Moody's light comes to mind. You know, we and in that episode we explored the option that the man that we talked to on that road could be a ghost, could be Moody himself. Or was he just a guy? Honestly, that gives me chills. Yeah, we don't know. But this, like I said, I knowingly seen this ghost. Because he disappeared he did he disappeared right in front of my or eyes deteriorized all right blackjack um uh, why don't you tell us about what's going on in the video game streaming world for black one jack 2 so i have like a new series coming out uh pixelmon we're gonna be doing a couple episodes uh on there it's gonna be really fun guys come check it out on youtube and we're also gonna be streaming every once in a while and that's it all right, so in order to continue growing the show, we are starting a flyer campaign. If you would like to help hang flyers in your local community, send us an email at bravethebasement at gmail.com, and we will email you a flyer. If you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. 
I'm your host, Goo the Rules. And I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. And I hope you join us again. Until next time.